I'm Carol Talbot, the creator and founder of The Possibility Hub, taking you beyond the boundaries of who you believe yourself to be and opening up to new possibilities. What gives me a buzz is to make people think and feel differently, to experience the world differently. I love learning, and as a seeker and explorer, I've traveled far and wide, spending over 30 years studying with many wonderful teachers and masters, learning to utilize many different tools, many different techniques to create rapid shifts. I'm the author of You, the Divine Genius, and my passion, my desire, is to create opportunities for an expansion of awareness and consciousness, to allow you to step into a fuller focus of who you really are. This podcast is an advocate for awakening, encouragement, and supporting the development of your superhuman abilities. Just imagine how your life would change if you lived in an open state of awareness where anything is possible. In the instant of your first breath, the moment of your birth, you're infused with the single greatest force in the universe, which is the power to translate the possibilities of your thoughts into the reality of your world. To fully awaken your powers may require a subtle shift in the way you think about yourself and a shift in belief. So this episode is titled Believe It or Not. And I suspect at some time or another, you've probably used that phrase, I'll believe it when I see it. Is that really true? Well, let's dive right in and find out how you can open the doors to new possibilities. Behavioural psychologist Morris Massey, he's also the author of a book called The People Puzzle. Morris Massey suggests that we go through a series of developmental periods that form and create our core beliefs. Now, the first period is what he terms the imprint period, and he suggests that's from around birth to the age of seven. So when a child comes into the world, it comes into a world of possibility with no fear or belief about what's possible or not. Now, during the imprint period, human beings are just like walking sponges. You're literally soaking up everything that goes on around you, absorbing the beliefs of your parents, culture, religion, and environment without analyzing or judging. And this may be the reason why you often find you have the same mannerisms as your parents. So your, your beliefs are created from your past experiences, from your upbringing, from parents, from media, from your schooling, from the religion you were brought up in, as well as your environment. So what exactly is a belief? Well, beliefs are those convictions that we hold as being true and trust as being true. So a belief is a thought that's thought so often that it creates physical, tangible results, which then reinforces the original belief. Then what makes a belief true or real is that you have to believe it intellectually, and you have to believe it emotionally as well. So if you only believe the thought intellectually, then it's what we term just an idea. If you only believe the thought emotionally, 
then that would be just a feeling. So when the belief is held in our thoughts and feelings, it becomes true for you, except it doesn't necessarily mean that it is right or even that it's true. Your beliefs create perceptions that affect your self-esteem, your levels of abundance, your job performance, mental health, physical health, your spiritual outlook on life, and your relationships. In fact, it's your beliefs that form the rules that you run your life on. They literally act as an on-off switch and are the driving force behind all your behavior, whether you know it or not. Dr. Bruce Lipton, in his book, The Biology of a Belief, he says that your mind is designed to take your beliefs and then turn them into reality. For example, if deep down you really believe you're not good enough, then you'll never have great friends because deep, deep down, you don't believe you're good enough to have great friends. You can't have a great job or a great relationship because deep down, you're not good enough to have a great job or enjoy a great relationship. And unfortunately, you know, human beings are driven to prove themselves right. So if you're believing that you're not good enough, guess what? That becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So can you now understand that your beliefs are secretly working in the background to either help you or hinder you. What you've been taught holds energy over you. In fact, think of your beliefs like filters that can keep you from seeing the whole picture. It's a bit like being given a pair of glasses at birth that colors how you experience the world. So it might be a good time to think about changing the pair of glasses you're currently wearing and swap them for a newer, updated and technologically advanced pair. Now, you probably know from a previous podcast uh, that I often run what I call breakthrough experiences, like fire walking, teaching people to walk across burning hot coals of about 1700 degrees Fahrenheit. And I do this because these experiences literally blow the boundaries on what you've been taught is possible. The placebo effect is another prime example of challenging beliefs about what's possible. And it also highlights the impact our beliefs have over our health. So in case you haven't heard about placebos before, basically a placebo is a fake pill that should have no effect on your body. Yet tests and trials have proven again and again and again that they often work as well, or sometimes even better than drugs or surgery, because the patient is not aware that he's being given a placebo, a fake pill, and he believes that the actual drug is being taken. So it appears that the belief that the drug will work is all that's needed to allow the healing to occur. Here's a great example that was shared with me when I was studying hypnosis. So way back in 1957, there was a man, let's call him Mr. Wright, and he was found to have cancer. Now, hospitalized in California and with large tumors, he'd actually only been given days to live. They they didn't expect him to survive. 
except he'd heard that there was a, a horse serum called Cribozin, which appeared to be very effective against the type of cancer that he had, and he decided that was the route for him. So just before the weekend, he received his first injection. Now, he really surprised the doctors because by Monday after the weekend, he was up and about joking and laughing with other patients and extolling the healing virtues of Cribozin. And his doctor wrote on his notes about the tumours. He said they'd melted like snowballs on a hot stove. Now the story doesn't end there because months later, Mr. Wright came across a report that slammed Cribozin, said it, it wasn't working, it was, you know, the trials were not good. And guess what? Mr. Wright subsequently suffered a relapse. Now, thankfully, his doctor probably advised him not to believe everything that's in newspapers and in the media and went ahead injecting him with a so-called newer and improved version of the drug. And actually, what the doctor was injecting him with was with distilled water. But who cares? Because once again, the tumor masses just melted away. Now, as the story goes, apparently Mr. Wright was healthy for another few months until he unfortunately read another report that basically stated Cribozin was ineffective. Guess what? He died two days later. And what that proves is the power of beliefs. There was also an episode of David Suzuki's The Nature of Things, and he shared the example of a woman with very bad irritable bowel syndrome, or IBS as it's often referred to. And in this experiment, the patient was told that she was being given a placebo, and yet her IBS disappeared. The placebo still had the same effect, even though the patient knew it was a fake pill, even though they knew it was a placebo. So what's going on there? Could it be the excitement of expectation that creates what many would call magical shifts? Well, as it becomes apparent that the placebo effect has tangible results, new techniques of brain imagery and visualization are now uncovering a host of biological mechanisms that can simply turn a thought, belief or desire into an agent of change in cells, in tissues, in our organs. So it would seem that human perception is based on what the brain, based on previous experience, believes will happen next. So that means that your past could be negatively impacting you in the now. So no doubt you've probably created a belief system based on what happened to you in the past. In fact, most people believe that it's their past that's created who they are now. And this is an example of experiences create belief, when actually it's the other way around. Beliefs create experience. Your inner world creates your outer world. 
and the old model of the world was that the past does indeed create the present and the future. However, the quantum world has now provided evidence that all we do is live in a series of now moments. So this means that if you have had challenges or situations in the past that are still bothering you in the now, the problem, the real problem, is in how you're choosing to represent past experiences in the now. Are you with me on this? So after all, if something happened to you when you were five years old, you can't go back to being five years old. All you're actually doing is representing that experience when you were five years old in the now moment. And a shift occurs when you choose to change how you represent the past in the now so that it no longer impacts you negatively. Maybe you've heard that quote by Mark Twain who said, it's never too late to have a happy childhood. It means basically your true power lies in the now. I'm just going to interrupt this podcast briefly to tell you about the 11-Day Mind Power Challenge. Mental power is creative power. It gives you the ability to create for yourself. And if you want to understand how to utilize your mind effectively for good, then allow me to invite you to a free 11-Day Mind Power Challenge. Over 11 days, I'll be sharing with you simple, powerful, and effective tools and techniques to awaken and harness the potential and creative power of your mind. It's completely free, and you can gain access by visiting www.thepossibilityhub.com. Remember, or maybe you watched the movie Doctor Strange with Benedict Cumberbatch, who was playing Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange was a, a wealthy, acclaimed, and rather arrogant neurosurgeon called Stephen Strange, who severely injures his hands in a car crash, leaving him unable to do what he's best at, which is to operate as a surgeon. So, having vainly pursued experimental surgeries to heal his hands, Dr. Strange learns about Jonathan Pangborn, a paraplegic who mysteriously regained use of his legs, and then it's Jonathan Pangborn who directs him to a place called Kamataj, where he's taken in by Mordo, a sorcerer. Now, Mordo, the sorcerer, reluctantly agrees to train Dr. Strange, And in one of the lessons, he finds himself high in the freezing mountains of the Himalayas. So very quickly, he has to learn the power of heating himself up and also learn the power of teleportation. Now, of course, that sounds far-fetched. Or could it be that television programming is really showing us what's possible? In the 1980s, Harvard professor of medicine, Herbert Benson, and his team of researchers, they were studying monks living in the Himalayan mountains who could, simply by using a yoga technique, raise the temperature of their fingers and toes by as much as 17 degrees. Incredible, huh? 
And imagine having the ability to do that if you live in colder climates. Now, the researchers also studied meditators in Sikkim, India, where they were astonished to find that the monks could lower their metabolism by 64%, which meant that they didn't need to eat so much. In 1985, they actually made a video of monks drying cold, wet sheets simply with their body heat alone. Monks spending winter nights 15,000 feet high in the Himalayas is also not uncommon. Is this something you could do, do you think? Would you have to spend years meditating to be able to do something like that? Well, I want you to check out a guy called Wim Hof. He's also known as the Iceman and experienced the specific breathing technique he teaches. I mean, it's a really easy technique. The results, though, are profound. And what you'll find if you practice the breathing technique, you'll be able to go without taking a breath for five minutes, seven minutes, And what this shows you is we are capable of far more than maybe you've been taught. So if your life is based on your beliefs, here's a question for you. What if your beliefs are not true? Just for a moment, imagine that as you walk into a room, you're able to check in at the door absolutely everything in your life that's not working. Think of it as a little like taking your dirty laundry to the dry cleaners, checking it in, and then voila, two days later, taking advantage of the home delivery service, your dirty laundry arrives back at your home, fresh, clean, and pressed. Now, remember, your beliefs form the rules that you run your life on, for better or for worse. And your beliefs are literally behind every single thing that you do, whether you know it or not. Because your beliefs drive all your behavior. And the challenge is that you're probably not consciously aware of what your beliefs are driving you forward. And you're consciously not aware of the beliefs that are driving you backwards either. You probably just know that certain areas of your life are not working. And if that's the case, then here's a question I want you to ask yourself to develop your awareness of the beliefs that you are operating from. So ask yourself, what would I have to believe about myself to have my life this way? So look at what's going on in your outer world and then ask yourself, what would I have to believe about myself to have my life this way? It's such a powerful question. Better still is to consider how you'd like your life to be and then ask yourself, what beliefs do I need to adopt to have my life the way that I'd like it, the way that I want it? And remember, your beliefs are demonstrated in your behavior. So what behaviors will you be demonstrating with a new belief? So suppose instead of checking your dirty laundry into the cleaners, you check all your beliefs in at the door. And then it would mean that you walk into a space and place where anything 
and everything is possible, where you can truly be a reflection of your perfection. So that's all we've time for today. So thank you for tuning into this episode. And I'm thrilled to be sharing possibilities with you. And if you want more, then check out the link on my website to the free 11-day Mind Power Challenge at thepossibilityhub.com. And if you feel that others can benefit from listening in, then please share, review or like or follow me on Instagram, Carol K. Talbot. And remember, you're always more than you think you are.